Hey guys. Hey. It's Brooke and Alyssa. And One day we'll come up with a good intro. Yeah. That day is not today. We're going to have some music coming oh, yeah. Here. Here bringing you episode four. And this episode is all about exercise and movement. And some why people it's like good to call it. <laughs> and yes. why, why we love it. Why and how we got it. to a point of loving it. Yes. Okay, for me, it's more of a journey. I feel like you were born to exercise. <laughs> so we'll talk about my journey and Brooke's just existence, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we've definitely, yeah, I think that it's, it's cool to see how different. Um, mm-hmm. We're we're I think we're both in very similar places now, yeah. But we're we didn't totally. we didn't get there the same way. And to be one hundred percent fair, we're in the same place because we're so close, and because I'm like, oh, I want to be just like Brooke. <laughs> She's Aww. like the best motivator ever. Seriously, so good, you guys. Thanks. Anyways, shout out to my bud Brooke right here. This girl. Um, and she knows it too. And it's funny because other people who have now credited me with helping them get on track with exercise. I'm always like, whoa, 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 this goes all the way up to Brooke. I do that all the time. <laughs> yes. Goes all the way up. And to all the to people the that know both of us, yeah, that was me. Not exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm no, just kidding. but <laughs> we're not going to name names. But there we, are You know who you, you are. You know who you are. If you're listening, we'll make sure you listen. All right. So first, so I wanted to bring everyone through my kind of journey of exercise because it's kind of been a rocky road, I would say, um, generally. So I grew up um, in sports, like really since, it's actually funny, I have like one of my earliest memories, I was probably five years old, which maybe you guys think is late, but I don't have a good memory, (laughs) but I was basically five years old in ballet class, my mom was a ballet dancer, cried my eyes out, bawled, sat in the middle of the class until my mom came and got me, which in my head was an hour, it was probably like two minutes because she was probably sitting outside, came and got me, and I told her that day that I wanted to go play soccer. (laughs) So immediately was, like, pushed into soccer and loved it and wanted to, like, do all the sports all the time. So I did soccer for a long time, and then I got into basketball because I was tall. And everyone was like, oh, this girl is tall because I was sixth grade. And walking down the hallway, everyone was, like, right here, and my head was, boop, like, (laughs) above everyone else's. So they were like, let's put this girl in basketball. And I played it, and it was fine. Like, in the moment, I thought that I loved it, but I really, like, one day when I was introduced to volleyball, I realized, uh-uh, basketball, you're the worst, and I hate you. And I'm not good. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> both both of us volleyballers. I hated like basketball so oh much. <laughs> I don't know why. It's a, my husband I loves basketball. I hate basketball. It's just, <laughs> like, listen, I don't have very good court awareness in basketball. In volleyball, I have really good court awareness. I don't understand why there's a difference, but there is. I understand volleyball so much more. Me too. And I love it. Totally. It's so much more fun. And I was tall, so I was their own. I'm short. Basketball's <laughs> not my thing, and I was yeah. very uncoordinated. You're not like short, short. <laughs> you're not like... I'm five You're four. not like libero yeah. short. You're what? I'm five four. Really? Five four and a half. Your personality makes up four inches. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, well, I was thinking Libera like five But times, so. same journey. Yeah. Basketball I hated and uh, volleyball I loved. Yeah. Yes. 
So I got into volleyball and fell in love with it super quick. And we trained hard at our school. Like our school is one of the best volleyball schools in the nation. Really good. We trained really hard. We conditioned really hard. Coach Otto, she was rough, all right? But it was good. And I loved it so much. Um, but I, I mean, I didn't love the conditioning part of it. Everyone complained about it, of course. But I loved playing the sport. So I put up with the conditioning to play the sport. I put up with the conditioning to get a better vertical, to get whatever I needed to do to get to a better point playing. Well, I played volleyball all the way through, like, college, like mid-college. I played just, like, walk-on. Um, I mean, I wasn't, like, super good or anything, but I really loved it. And then I eventually quit because I had to get a job and pay for my own work and school and all this stuff. So I was like, okay, I need to quit. And then literally just stopped working out. Because to me, working out or exercising was to get to the goal of bettering my performance on the court. And that was like all it was to me outside of social. Like totally social. That's where I made all my friends was in volleyball. So immediately I stopped doing volleyball and I quit exercising or working out in the middle of college. Well, I knew that in my head I had these rules of working out and what that looks like, and I thought I was, like, exempt from exercising, and my body will be fine, and I'll be able to keep up strength and conditioning without actually strength and conditioning <laughs> training, but eventually my body was not doing so hot and just felt really tired all the time, sluggish. I had put on some excess weight that I did not need, um, and my body was not calling for because I hadn't changed any of my eating habits. It wasn't living anywhere nor like close to the way that I'm living now. So I decided I should exercise, quote unquote, should exercise. I need to get this done. It'll be 30 minutes of my day. I'll just power through it and hate it. And when was this? In college? This was in college, okay. the first time I started working out like this. Oh, okay. So my roommate in college would go to the, do the elliptical. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Guys, I hate Girl, elliptical. do you know how many times I... How many hours I spend on an elliptical in college? Ugh, the worst. I but I would watch that. TV, so yeah. or like read a magazine, so yeah, that helped. I uh, I would go with her, and I would literally just be next to her. I'm very competitive. Big. Thing I know. About I me. go to spin class with you. <laughs> I know. You're very competitive. So I would be next to her or another woman or whatever, and I would just go. I'm just going to be on this elliptical one more minute than the person next to me. Those were my goals. It's so silly now. It's so painful to hear myself talk but that's really was my goal so I would be on the elliptical for half an hour or an hour or whatever push through it hate it completely go back to our dorm room and live my life going normally okay that would I was cycling I was like sometimes I would work out two three four five times a week sometimes I would work out zero times for months also what was really your deep down goal with working out in college gosh I literally like it had to have been just like weight management I mean okay. I I don't remember thinking. I just remember literally being like, I should be working out. Like, mm -hmm. most people work out every day or work out every other day or three to five times a week. And so I just assumed that's what you do <laughs> as a woman or as an adult. So, anyways. So, that like, fast forward through college, I just stopped working out for a long time. I mean, I, when I was writing my little blog post about it, I was like, I don't know how long it really was, but I think it was, like, five years that I just didn't work out consistently. And when I think about that time, maybe it was seven. How old am I? <laughs> I'm not mm -hmm. am I I'm not seven years out of college. Five years out of college. No. Dang, what 2013. Yeah, five years out of college right now. So yeah, so it was probably seven, six years that I like 
whatever. Who cares? It was years, years of time that had passed that I just wasn't interested in working out. Because every time I started working out, A, you're right, I was doing it for the wrong reasons. But also on that same track, I had this mentality of a college high school athlete. Where I, if I needed to go to the gym, I thought it had to be for two hours in the weight room, lifting weights, no breaks, like get on that run, you run three miles every day. And there was a long time that I ran three miles every single day because I thought that I quote unquote should run. And I like running, so I'm not against running, but it was just like this thought of this is what I should be doing. It wasn't because I was enjoying it. And I would get really overwhelmed or stressed at the thought of going to the gym because I didn't have two or three hours to spend there or even an hour sometimes. So I just wouldn't go. So I assumed it was better to not do anything than to go to the gym for a half an hour or 45 minutes or 15 minutes or whatever. And I went through a very long period, even before I started working as a dietitian, when I would work out, I would get really overwhelmed at the thought of going to the gym for hours and hours and having to do all this work and not enjoying it. And so I just put it off. So after I had Aiden, came back to work, Brooke started working <laughs> with me. Okay. But um, we also just had a ton of coworkers that were interested in going in walks. And we had always kind of gone on walks on our breaks. And that, I had done that while I was pregnant. But really when I got back um, from maternity leave, we would walk on all of our like little breaks, all of our lunch breaks. And we're not talking like walking. We're talking like power walking. These yes. people. Yes. Specifically one person was really fast, <laughs> but most of us couldn't keep up. So we did it a little bit slower, but still pretty fast. And that was my first way of getting into exercise postpartum, um, or whatever. And that, that really intrigued me because I saw really good results with my body with just walking every day for a total of about an hour at, with all of our breaks and stuff like that. So that was kind of my first jump back into exercising. And then I kind of would take some breaks. We started working from home. I wasn't walking as consistently, or if I was, it wasn't as fast. And then I was like, I really feel just tired. Like, I feel really tired. One of our coworkers pointed out to me that I'm tired all the time. And I was like, what can I do to combat this? What do I need to start in my life? What's missing? What's ma Like, I started to look at some of my external cues of my body that I'm not performing at my highest ability, how can I get there? And to me, it was immediate that I knew that I needed to start working out or creating some sort of movement in my life. But I knew that I didn't want to do what I had done before. Stress out about going to the gym for two to three hours, expect high results, expect for me to have like three months of working out and my body looks exactly the way I want it to. Or um, even just the thought, like having a baby at home the thought of going to the gym for two hours or even an hour is way overwhelming for me. Like so overwhelming that I don't want to miss yeah. time with him. And so I decided that my mindset had been so wrong that a little is better than nothing and I'll grow from there. And so I just started being consistent. I just started finding things that I actually loved. And I actually, I've showed this to you guys before on like Snapchat and stuff, but I have this thing on my mirror where I write with a dry erase marker. If no one knows, life hack. Dry erase markers and mirrors go perfectly together. But I have a little tally mark of each exercise that I want to do in a month, what I enjoy doing, and how many times that month I want to hit. And it's not a failure if I don't hit those numbers, by the way. Hence right. October. <laughs> but, so I put a little tally mark next to every exercise I do. And that was kind of how I kept track of 
what I like to do, what I ended up doing more of each month, and I would audit it at the end of every month of, hey, I said I wanted to go to spin six times. I actually went 10, and I feel really great, and I loved it. So next month, I think I'm going to try for 10 again. And it was just a way to keep myself on track, keep myself motivated, and keep myself moving. And so now I'm to a point where I consider anything movement or exercise a success. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't consider it a failure if I take a rest day. Rest days have been really important to Mm -hmm. me. And I've just found over, it's been about a year since I've probably been doing really good exercising and movement throughout the weeks as a whole, to the point where I know what I love. And I've really delved into trying different exercises or classes or movements or whatever to learn what works best for my body, how I respond, and if I enjoy it. Because I am not going to do it if I don't enjoy it, which is proven by my history in college of spending hours on the treadmill. Really what I need to do is find stuff that I actually love. So that's kind of where I'm at now. Okay, perfect. So I'll talk a little bit about where I'm at now and how I got there. So again, I played sports all my life, had a personal trainer at 15, got really into weightlifting at 15, and loved it. Like, from high school and college, I weightlifted the entire time, like, and my workouts pretty much just consisted of me going into the weight room and following, you know, a general plan that my personal trainer had given me, but did you I knew a, enough. Did you have gym class all four years in college, or in high school? Yeah, and I took thing? weightlifting in college, or in high school, and then I took... I was a kinesiology major in college, so I took classes on personal training, on how to become a personal trainer. Gosh, we had a strengthening class in high school, and I literally did the bare minimum. I was like, oh, I loved it. Oh, you want me to weight lift? Let me pick up this five pound weight. Yeah, I was (laughs) super competitive. Like, and I would like train with like the guys or the other girl athletes, Uh and then yeah. So I did you get exempt for playing volleyball from gym? So we would get exempt from gym. Because we played volleyball. In high school? In high school. So we'd have study hall instead. No. So for half the year, so I played volleyball year-round, uh, travel, but the first half of the year we played for high school, we would get exempt from gym. Excuse no, me. I was in sports year-round. I was on volleyball dance and then... We used to only go to gym class? <laughs> dance. <That's hilarious. laughs> um, I was, yeah, I played volleyball every fall and every spring I played softball. So I was always in If sport. we were in a sport in our high school, we got exempt from gym class. Which is fine, whatever, but it's like, why? No, I love like, gym why, class. Like, why, you don't, there's nothing wrong with going to gym class. Most of our gym class I love gym like, class. Totally. I love gym, it was I like such it. a good social, whatever. Anyways, I digress. Keep going. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so then. ADD. Um, so high school, college, I did a lot of weightlifting. Um, I got to the point in college playing softball that I wasn't enjoying it anymore. I wasn't enjoying the time I was spending. I wasn't enjoying... And honestly, anything about it, I got to the point where I said, this is not fun for me and spending four hours a day practicing and training and then traveling with the team. Like, this is not something I enjoy anymore. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of depressing to hit that point because for 10 years of my life or longer, I loved it so much. But yeah, I just, I hit that point and I said, I I don't enjoy this anymore. I'm going to quit. And so glad I did because freed up a lot of time for me to do things that I enjoyed. And then after that, I just started going to the YMCA by myself and then weightlifting by myself 
I felt comfortable enough because I'd taken enough classes on how to like make my own training program. So, I mean, I would just go by myself, bring my headphones. I don't have that level of comfort. <laughs> and I loved it because for me, that was my time alone and it was my time to de-stress. And then my roommate and I in college, we would go to spin class in the mornings mm-hmm. sometimes at the YMCA. Um, so that would be like my social thing. But otherwise in college, I would just go to the gym by myself with my headphones and weightlift. And then I hit a point um, after college where, for me, that just wasn't fun anymore. I just, I enjoy weightlifting, but it just, it didn't, I don't know, I didn't get the satisfaction from it anymore. So then during my internship, I lived with my roommate. We were doing Insanity and doing some other stuff, and it was, it was fun. And then, yeah, it was fun, and it kept us in shape. And then we found this place called Vegas Hot. It's in Las Vegas. It's amazing. And that's when I fell in love with, and I had never really done yoga before. Uh I fell in love with hot yoga. I fell in love with Pilates. We did barefoot boot camp. We did kettlebells. That is when, that's the moment that I fell in love with group fitness Uh and yoga. And so that completely Uh changed things for me. So that that was cool. Yeah, that was back in 2013. So then fell in love with that. And then I moved to Wisconsin after college and I just started exploring group fitness classes. Um, fell in love with body pump, fell in love with yoga, fell in love with bar. And I just started doing those things primarily. And I found that it was for me after college, it was a good social aspect. Whereas in college I would go weightlift and I would run into people at the gym that I knew. So for me, it was still social. But when I had graduated from college and I went to the gym, I didn't know anybody. So for me, going to group fitness was a way for me to socialize and meet people. And then when we moved here, I kept with it. I found a gym and I started again, exploring classes. I found some good yoga classes I like. So I'll go to those with those specific instructors yeah. And then I started. Instructors are key. Instructors are a key. A good instructor yes. is like motivating. Like that's my favorite. The yes. instructor teaches at five thirty in the morning. And granted, there is part of me that I work out at five thirty in the morning a lot because I don't want to miss time with my son later in the day yeah. to go work out. But she gets me out of bed. I'm like, oh, I just love her class. Not that the other ones Same aren't here. as good, but I love her class so much that I'm like, okay, I need. If I don't get out of bed today, then I have to go tomorrow. And although this instructor is good, it's just not. She mm-hmm. doesn't hit my cord. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. it just feels so good with my... So instructors are key. You've got to find one you love. Yeah. And I would also say if you are going to try some group fitness classes, try different instructors, try different yes. gyms, and try different um, places because right. I've done bar at multiple um, studios, and it's very different from studio to studio. Not that there's... I, I enjoyed all of them, but they're very different, and so I could see how somebody could go to one bar class and say, this is this is not that hard or challenging, and then you go to another one and you are physically dying, and you don't, you don't ever want to come back, so um, so I would challenge you to, to do that. Um, so anyway, I, since living here, um, obviously we spend our weekends majority of the time, if it's nice out, we go hiking, so mm-hmm. I consider that a workout, it is a workout, it is a workout. And then in the winter, primarily, every weekend, I'm snowboarding. And so, for me, my favorite things to do working out include hiking and snowboarding. So, Mm -hmm. if I can be outside working out, that's my number one. We also did yoga on the rocks, which we talked about. Um, So, doing yoga outside is incredible. So, I think 
for me, it was just my, what I enjoy changes. And I think that that's fine throughout the years that you may go through seasons where you may have a season where you think I'm super into biking and cycling. And then you may hit a point where you're not enjoying it anymore. And I think just realizing that you don't enjoy it anymore and maybe trying something new. And then if you still enjoy it, keep doing it. I think that goes kind of in with like intuitive eating and like respecting your body, listening to your body. If your body says it needs a break from a specific exercise, either for the day or for the week or for longer, whether it be a few years, that's totally fine. There's nothing there's, and it's so hard for me. I'm so type A. I would love if I could figure out a spreadsheet and just, and I was telling a girl that we work with the other day about this, that I just need a spreadsheet. I just want a spreadsheet. I just want to be able to tick it off my list and say, oh, I did this. I did this. I did this. That's not how it works in real life. No. We need to have flexibility with ourselves and know why we're doing the workout and what is enjoyable for us mm-hmm. to keep it sustainable. And when I do a spreadsheet, military, military or militia type thinking around working out, that's when it starts to be something that I don't stick with. That's when I start to, right. oh, I'm just, I'm going to forget about it because it's too hard to keep up with. I already missed a day, so that put me off, so then tomorrow I can't do this like I plan to. It becomes this like cycle yeah. of failure, feeling like a failure, feeling like you missed it, feeling like, oh, why couldn't I finish my workout today? I'm a failure. Uh, no, maybe because you were up all night with your kid, or maybe because you're tired, or maybe because you're about to start your period. Mm-hmm. I don't know your life, but it's okay to have it look different daily. Right. And you know, we are talking a lot about finding the why behind your movement. And it not being weight loss. (laughs) Yeah. And then, so the other thing, so for instance, like I hate running. I never liked running. I never will like running. (laughs) For me, that's not something I enjoy and that's fine because for a lot of people, running is actually really stressful on your body Mm -hmm. and your joints. If you are one of those people that mentally running is a high for you and you get something so enjoyable out of running, then run Mm -hmm. and listen to your body. If you feel like you are hurting or your joints are hurting or you're in physical pain, you need to stop. Or how about the people raising my hand here um, that run and think that it only counts as running if you run the whole time. Or uh, your, no, it doesn't. Or if you only hit a certain amount of miles or pace, or totally. pace. yeah, that is me. I used to run all the time, and it, I don't as it's much. Not anymore. a healthy, yeah. It's, it's not. not I think running, yeah, run. I mean, most workouts, but running can really easily put you in this category of unhealthy movement when you're not listening to your body because you mm-hmm. just push through the pain. How many times do we hear that? Push through the pain. Push through the pain. There's pain, and then there's pain, and you do not want to push through pain because mm-hmm. you don't want to walk. For a half a block, which is something that I used to tell myself. Oh, I, you know, and it was an accomplishment that I would come home and tell my husband, oh, I did seven miles today without stopping. Well, yeah, but if you're in pain for four days afterwards, then was it worth it? Yeah, or if you, like, screw up a ligament or a joint. So, Um, the other thing that Alyssa and I tried this last, within the last few years Shout out to you, Dustin. I know you're listening. <laughs> um, we got really into the Olympics, and <laughs> Dustin swam in college. Um, I thought like, you name people, and I'm like, yeah, no, because I know he's listening, and he's gonna love this. You're gonna eat this up, Dustin. Um, and so at work, we got super into the Olympics, and Dustin was on the swim team in college, and I was on the swim team in middle school, and I avoided swimming. You avoided swimming <laughs> because. 
I'm not even going to say yeah. it because I don't want to make other people avoid swimming. Yeah, no, it's fine. And so we said, we should just start swimming laps. Like, yes. let's do it. And yeah. so we would wake up at super early, like 5 a.m. And we would oh meet at a YMCA that was, you know, central to us in Denver. All which three is of us are super hard. We are spread out Denver. around Denver. So we, Brooke and I would both meet Dustin at like 5 yeah, we would meet early in the morning, and we would swim laps. And, and by the way, I didn't even so work fun. till nine thirty on most of those days. I look back and I go, "What the heck was I doing?" I felt want, so I good. I wanted though. to be social. I love these people. Yes, but no. So I like I got into swimming again, and so oh, I we just, both loved it. Yeah. So two days ago, I went swimming by myself. Um, so I've been trying to incorporate swimming at least once a week, especially for you pregnant women. Yeah. It is so good for you when you're pregnant. It's probably one of the best workouts you can do. So low impact. Yes. It, it's such a weird workout to me. Like I said before, love I love the intense, like if I'm not sweating, if I don't feel like I just need to lay on the couch for the rest of the day, it doesn't feel like it was enough for me. That's my old mentality. So swimming was a hard mental game for me too. Because I would come home, A, I'm not sweaty, I'm wet from the shower. So I'm like, what just happened? I don't feel sweaty. I don't feel sore right away. I don't even feel, like, tired. Like, I, like running used to make me tired. I would run, like, 5Ks, literally 5K race, and come home and be like, I'm out for the rest of the day. Which is so backwards now that I'm at this better place where actually working out brings me more energy. Mm-hmm. So swimming was a good turn in my mental game of, like, oh, I don't have to feel super exhausted. And I wasn't a good swimmer, so I could only swim, what, two laps at a time before I had to take Mm -hmm. a quick break? Physically. It wasn't like running where I was like, oh, I can push through this. It was like, I can't breathe (laughs) right now. Right. So it was actually really good for my mental game of, like, what exercising looks like. So, yeah, we got into that. We've tried, like, almost everything out there, I feel like, for working out between the two of us. I think we've tried pretty much every workout class. And so I will talk more about the challenge a little bit later, but I think our journeys have both, like, we've both come to a place now where we, most days, we try to do something. Mm -hmm. And what that something is, it's A, it's determined by either, for me, it's determined what class is offered that day at what time. Mm -hmm. Because our work schedule does change every other week. Um, so that's a little weird that a lot of people don't have, but our work schedule changes. So some weeks I can, I can go to my favorite class and some weeks I can't. Right. But I think, um, we also give ourselves grace now. So for instance, I was sick, um, a few weeks ago and I didn't work out most of that time. I let myself rest. I listened to my body And if I wanted to do something, I did a gentle stretching prenatal yoga video and I felt so good afterwards. Like I felt so, so much better mentally and physically. And I felt like my joints felt, I just felt so much better. And so I think you just have to give yourself grace and, and listen to your body. So if you're sick or you're ill or you're battling a cold or the night before you didn't get sleep, maybe if you had planned to go to spin class at 5.30 a.m., But your kid kept you up all night. Maybe you say, okay, instead of that, how does she? I'm gonna work out on my lunch break, or I'm gonna go for a walk on my lunch break, or I'm gonna skip it. Yeah. Or maybe when my kid goes to bed, I'm gonna try to stretch for 20 minutes after they're asleep. Like just let being flexible, being flexible, letting yourself off the hook, knowing it's okay. Don't beat yourself up, but at the same time, being honest with yourself. 
Don't yeah. say you're listening to your body and your body saying, yes, let's do some sort of exercise. Let's walk. Let's stretch. Let's do yoga, whatever. And you're saying, oh, it says skip it today. Don't yeah. lie. Like, listen Still to hold your yourself body. accountable yeah. to some sort of goal. And again, that goal can be flexible. So for totally. some people starting out, their goal may be three to four times a week, I want to do something movement related. Right. Okay, so if you miss today... Then or for some people, it might be one time a week. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody's goals are different. So yeah. um, just being flexible of, okay, I didn't, I didn't do anything yesterday, but that's okay because I wasn't feeling well, but today I'm feeling better. Today I'm going to try to find 20 minutes or 45 minutes or an hour to do something. And what that something is, you know, you could d- decide later in the day. And I think... Also, yeah. Oh, also for most people... Um, I'm not a morning person. You're not a morning person. We know that. But when you work out at 5.30 in the morning before the sun comes up, you don't have the people to distract you. Uh-huh. You don't have somebody to say, oh, after work, let's go to happy hour. Let's yeah. get drinks. Let's Things come up in the evenings totally. after work. And so you may tired have from the planned. Day. Yes. So you may have planned to go to the gym at 5 at night. But then something can come up. So I will I will say, as much as I, I hate waking up early, as much <laughs> as you hate waking up early, if you, once you get out of bed and, and do it, I feel so good for mm-hmm. the rest of the day. And you don't have the people to distract you. And if you are a mom, that's more time you get in the evening with your child. But um, that is one thing I would say. Challenge yourself to at least... Try doing a morning workout. Maybe just try it once a week for a few months. Yeah, I have to say, I am, and it's hard because we say we're not morning people. You guys really need to believe us. We're really <laughs> we not hate people. Ask our husbands. Ask any. Literally, <laughs> I had this interview in college. Someone asked me what your favorite pastime was. I said sleeping. Oh, I love sleeping. I love sleeping so much. I love napping. I love nighttime sleeping. I love when you accidentally fall asleep, you didn't expect it, and you got a great nap in. Oh. Best time ever but there's a but I also prioritize my quality of life and my quality of life includes movement for me and Mm -hmm. when's the best time for me to get movement before work because if I'm tired after working all day or I'm starting to like feel like oh I should have made dinner earlier and I didn't so now I can't go to the gym because I have to stay home and make dinner valid excuse totally fine but if you get that workout in the morning you're already set up and let me tell you if you find the good workout that works for your body, that you're motivated to do, and that you love to do, it will bring you more energy. And it's mm-hmm. so counterintuitive, but it really does bring you more energy. When I go to spin at 5.30 in the morning, my whole day is pep. It's I so am much better. I know. All Same day. here. If I go, if I run, I'm tired. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but spin class pumps me up for the whole day. But you have to find a class, or a, not even a class, but a, an exercise or an activity that you love. Even if it's yoga, some totally. people just restoring or right? walking. Yeah, I mean, really, it's walk your dog anything. for like mm-hmm. put your headphones in, walk your dog for forty five minutes yeah. before work. We talk and about try to walk at a brisk love. pace. Biking, um, hiking. Mm-hmm. What else did we say? Swimming. We already kind of talked about group fitness classes where I like seriously thrive. Me like too. that's my like that's jam. But for you, it might be doing a video at home on YouTube or whatever. There's what's Fitness Blender. Yeah, so Fitness Blender, I'm going to plug you right now. Yeah. So you better be appreciated. Send us a check to our email because we don't have a PO box. Yeah, no, Um, Fitness Fitness Blender Blender has great videos. And the thing I like about them is they're free. And 
a lot of their videos don't require equipment. So if you have, let's say you have like five pound dumbbells at home or right. 10 pounds, you, you can then do pretty much any, you can literally do any workout um, that they have as and long they, as you have. They even have ones that are like dumbbells. no equipment. Mm-hmm. And so then like all body. Yep. Stuff. And so they have a variety and then there's a lot of really good YouTube videos on yoga as well. So if you just want to try out different instructors for yoga, then you can go ahead and see if you find something you Yeah, enjoy. we both talked about, we both love yoga with Adrian mm-hmm. on YouTube. Yeah, free, she's totally great. free. She's great. She's kind of funny and quirky and I like her. Um, but yeah, I mean, walking, stretching, we talked about high intensity interval training, if that's your thing, weightlifting, like there's so much boxing. I tried boxing. Listen, I thought I was gonna love boxing. I was like gung-ho. I talked about it for probably a full year. I was like, I really like boxing. I think I'm going to love it. I think I'm going to fall in love. I'm a very physical person. I like very competitive. Like the idea of boxing to me really like excited me. I found a Groupon. I hated it. And it's so, so, and I want to try, like you said, like try a different studio or whatever. I hated it. A, the first 20 minutes was like boot camp. Second, the boxing portion lasted a second and I wasn't good at it. And so I was so frustrated Mm -hmm. and left feeling like I maybe hurt my shoulder one time because I wasn't doing it right. Because it was group fitness, but they weren't very hands-on with if you were doing the move correctly. And I ended up hating it. And you know what? I don't do it anymore because I don't like it. And that's okay to let yourself off the hook, even though I thought I was going to love it. You really need to figure out why you're exercising. And that tunes into your body. Where does that why come from? If it's coming from just a vanity, like, I need to lose weight. I want to look like this. I want to fit into these jeans. It's not going to last. It's not going to be enough for you to get out of bed at 530 in the morning mm-hmm. or go after work. If all it is is the way that you look, you'll go, ah, what's going to change? You know, mm-hmm. you'll you'll lose steam pretty quickly. The other thing with, with that point is, let's say you are motivated to work out, to lose weight, or to change your body composition. If you do it for, let's say, three months or six months, and you're not, maybe you're seeing results, but you're not seeing them as quickly as you want, totally. or you're not seeing what you had expected to come out of it, yes. you may say, well, what's the point? Because Throw A, my body's towel. not changing quick enough, or it's, yeah, I look better and I feel better, but it's not as dramatic as right. I wanted. Those jeans or still don't button. Or people aren't complimenting the changes. Yes. And so those are really not good intentions behind working out. And those are Because they're so easy to feel like a failure. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we talk, and not that this is true for everyone, but there is a large portion of your body changes without you necessarily being able to see it. And your muscle is starting to develop and muscle weighs more than fat. Mm -hmm. There's a ton of like the scale might not move at all, but your body is changing the way that it metabolizes energy. You don't know that. However, mm-hmm. when you start to look at other forces outside of your your scale, your weight, you start to see things like, how is your energy looking when you work out regularly? How is your mood? Oh my gosh, are you picking less fights with people that you care about? Mm-hmm. Are you staying up during the day not wanting to take a nap in the middle of the day? Are you more in tune with your own emotions, mental health? Mental health is a huge reason why we both work out regularly. It keeps us both in such a stable state of mind. When we go a while, especially if when we're sick, without working out or exercising, we do, I get cranky. I mean, I get just kind I of get cranky, moody. moody. Just You just don't feel like yourself. You feel uncomfortable. So there's so much of a mental game with it. 
And then also, like, I challenge you to really find beyond that, why do I want to be in shape? What will my life look like if I feel fit or in shape? And I think for me, a big reason was getting pregnant again, um, going through the entire process of growing a baby, birthing the baby, getting back to my normal feeling like myself, mental health-wise and Mm -hmm. body-wise afterwards. And all that becomes a heck of a lot easier when you're already in shape. Mm -hmm. And so to feel like I can keep up with my kid, I can, you know, hopefully support a pregnancy again one day, um, go through the motions of life without feeling physically exhausted is so important. And just being able to have energy for my family and my relationships and being able to invite people over to hang out because I'm not so bogged down and exhausted. And that all stems from intuitive eating and exercise and movement. Yeah. Yeah. I think just, um, focusing on the whys for you and for everybody, it may be different. So for Alyssa and I, both of our whys are very similar. So for us, our like top two whys are mental health and like combating stress, but also, um, it, for me, like I feel more confident in my own body and I'm not talking about the way I physically look. I just, I feel better about myself. Yes. Um, the more I exercise and I'm not talking about exercising to the point of stressing out your body or over exercising because over exercising is not good for your body. And there is a point There are a lot of people out there who have an unhealthy relationship with food and they use exercise as... Burn to earn. Yeah, as only a way... Burn my calories so that I can eat them later. That is, this is like a big thing with intuitive eating. It's actually taking working out and eating and uncoupling the two. Yeah. They're unrelated. I mean, granted, you'll eat to have energy to work out and whatnot, but do not sit here and go, oh, if I eat that cookie, then I have to run a mile. And I have to If work I out, work yeah. out, then I can have a second helping of dinner. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Listen to your body with both working out and eating. Mm-hmm. So does your body, can your body support a workout today? What kind of workout do you want to do? Do you want it to be intense? Do you want it to be leisurely? Do you want to just go for a walk? Mm-hmm. Do that. And then separately, uncoupled with working out, think about, oh, what am I hungry for today? How hungry am I today? Am I going to be satisfied with this? And it's uncoupled. Now, granted, sometimes you might be hungrier because you had an intense workout in the morning. Sometimes you might not. And that's totally fine, Mm -hmm. too. And I'm totally guilty of this sometimes when I'll, like, go to spin or body pump in the morning. I'll eat a bigger portion because I'm like, well, I worked out. Well, but if I don't actually need that bigger portion, then Mm -hmm. my body's not calling for it. And I'm forcing it on myself because I'm coupling it with working out. Yeah. Keep them separate. Yeah. And for me, like... Generally, when I lift weights or work out, if I work out in the morning, I am hungrier and I do eat totally. a bigger breakfast. But yeah, that doesn't mean mean that I'm going to automatically eat a bigger breakfast. I'm just going to listen to how I'm feeling. And supporting your body in the working out as well with, through food. Don't feed yourself one of those instant packs of 100 calorie pack of oatmeal and expect to be able to go through an entire intense workout right. and have a salad for lunch and nothing for dinner. Yeah. Your body runs on fuel. And mm-hmm. not giving it that fuel, you're not going to get through your exercise without hurting yourself, without over feeling overworked and tired and not feeling good. So really attuned to your body. But finding that why, I totally agree. The confidence level skyrockets any day that I work out or that I've been working out regularly. I just feel so much better. Yeah, mentally and physically. Mentally, physically, but also like 
the fact that I'm able to show up for my kid and I'm not like half on the couch, maybe scrolling on my phone going, oh yeah, we can watch more TV or whatever. No, I'm actively playing with him because I have a sense of movement myself. And another big why for me, and I think for a lot of people too, is you want to be a leader in your family. Like I really enjoy having my son know that I went to spin class that morning or watch sometimes Josh and I will actually do like workouts on the floor, like 20 minute abs or something like that. And we'll get Aiden involved. Not that Mm -hmm. he's doing it right, but it's fun for him a to be physically active, but also to see his parents working out and that it's a priority for them. Mm -hmm. That's going to be so healthy for his mentality going forward. Just like you with your parents, seeing that they had a healthy relationship with working out, he is going to learn that too. Mm -hmm. And I think I like to set that kind of example in my household. And sometimes, and to be fair, and I'm sorry, mom and dad, I don't want to, like, call you out, but sometimes I feel like the relationship with exercise in my family, I don't necessarily feel like it was always healthy, like, Mm -hmm. and I still don't necessarily feel like it's always a healthy relationship. I feel like my family's intentions maybe are slightly different than my intentions for working out. So for me, I listen to my body, I do what I enjoy, and I do what feels good. I do feel like there are points where my family only works out Mm -hmm. because a it's just it's a habit yeah and so they don't want to get out of their habit right and I feel like b a lot of it for them is that stress of if I don't work out for a week I'm going to gain weight or my body is going to go back I'm going to get fat like the fat phobia I do feel like my family has that fat phobia okay and I do feel like that is something that everybody has had probably at some point Totally. At some point. And I feel like that is something that you have to be conscious of. Like, I've gotten into arguments with relatives about this topic, and I won't name specific relatives, but one of my relatives and I got into an argument, and he said, anybody who doesn't work out is lazy. Oh, geez. And they're fat because they're lazy. And for mm-hmm. me, I, I struggled with that so much because it it's, no, it's not that somebody's lazy. It's just, A, that they... They haven't made it a priority yet right. because they haven't seen the benefits right. of, like, the other benefits of it. And they haven't probably found something that they enjoyed. Yes. And so for, maybe they tried running and they hated it and now they assume all exercise is going to be like running where they hate it and they don't enjoy it and they don't get anything out of it. Right. And so... Keep searching for I, exercise I do feel like I have been a little different than my relatives and I do feel like... Even my mom, I had to tell her, like, Mom, are you running because you feel like you want to prove a point that you're in your 50s and you can still run half marathons? Right. Are you physically in pain? Like, are you hurting your joints and stressing out your body? Are you just running to lose weight? Mm -hmm. Or are you genuinely running because you get, like, this high in endurance from it and and you feel good? Because I said, I said, Mom, if you hit that point where you are just running to A, lose weight, yeah. or stay in shape, it's not benefiting you. Or starve you. off, like, any excess or weight. Or starve off extra yeah. things. Or if you genuinely enjoy it and it de-stresses you and right. you're just going out and on a beautiful day running, and if that's something that mentally you feel good about, then good, keep doing it. Right. But if you ever hit that point, then you need to stop and you need just to catch reassess, yourself. you know, and I think I would encourage anyone who's currently on a workout plan or regimen or whatever – just journal, like take a journal or take um, an audit or a, even just a second to think through, why am I doing this? What's my motivation? How do I feel about it? Do I enjoy this activity 
or am I doing it because someone else told me to? And it's like, if you don't enjoy the workout or movement that you're doing, find something else. Just find something else. Yeah. There is so Try much out else. there. Try five other things. Oh my gosh. One of my friends doesn't love to exercise. I took her kayaking over the summer and she's like, I love kayaking. Guess what? Get a freaking kayak and start kayaking. It's cheaper than a gym membership. Like, mm-hmm. go kayaking as often or as buy you can. buy a bike if you it's enjoy totally. it. And right. whenever it's nice outside, take your headphones and go for a bike ride by yourself. The other thing that we talked about um, is um, this is one way to get your family involved, too. Um, after dinner, before you clean up, or, you know, if cleanup's pretty quick that night, then go ahead and clean up. But... Right after dinner, as a family, and maybe it's... so worried about cleaning. I know. I'm vulnerable type A about cleaning, too. Um, (laughs) So maybe as the sun's starting to go down, um, or if it's right before sunset, take your family, if you have dogs, if your family's just you and a dog, take your dog and just go for a walk if it's nice out. If you have a child, put them in a stroller, put them on a scooter, scooter. put them on a bike. Totally. Go for a 30-minute walk, 45-minute walk as a family. That's time that you have to unwind. Talk about your day. Yes. And it's encouraging movement, and it's such a good habit to get into. And it's teaching your kid that it's fun. And this is what my family does. This Mm -hmm. is how, you know, life looks. And I think having that relationship, that healthy relationship of movement, and quality time, you know, we talked a lot about, like, uh, we also work out or do exercise, you know, like, uh, social, for the social reasons, like, oh, especially 100%. group fitness. Man, and I don't know what it is about group fitness, because it's not like I sit around talking to them the whole time, but just being in a room, and maybe because we work from home, being in a room with 50 other people doing the exact same thing on a spin bike, I'm not kidding, tears sometimes come, because I'm so, like, overwhelmed that we're all, like, going towards this goal, and it's so fun yeah. and energetic. And I just love being around other people. I'm very extroverted. So it's important to me. If you're not social, you should do swimming because that is the least social sport ever. But even for group exercise, so mm-hmm. I was always the type of person, I liked going to the gym and putting my headphones in and actually not talking to people because normally I talk to people all day and I'm such an extrovert that that was my time to be alone. Um, but I actually really like group fitness because you can go in and you can choose to not talk to and generally I don't talk to anyone right I am friends with my workout instructor (laughs) Darylin I love your classes you're the best oh Brooke's so Um, good with the shout outs yes (laughs) so I will talk to you but generally I don't actually talk to most people in classes but we do recognize each other and we do say hi and sometimes we make small talk but you don't have to do that like, and you do you, you yeah, know, it's you really, just, and, like, there's a time and a place for everything, because I'm with you. There's part of me that, like, I love the social engagement, I love the loudness of spin class, even at 5.30 in the morning, love that. There's also part of me that loves going to a pool, going underwater, and not being able to hear anything. Or see anything. Other than your thoughts, especially with, like, a toddler at home. Ugh, Aiden, love ya, but I could really use some quiet sometimes. And so swimming for me is that, like, super quiet time or listening to your own kind of music because maybe your husband dictates the kind of music you listen to. Hint, hint, Joshua Peter. He does that. Mm-hmm. So it's just nice. I mean, there's a time and a place for everything, and each day might be different, how social you want to be, how much sound or, you know, really it's a lot of, um, like, stimulation. You know, some group classes mm-hmm. for me could be kind of stimulating. So instead, maybe do something calmer. Finding that why and finding something you love. I just really encourage you to keep searching and reaching for something that you actually physically enjoy doing and keep doing it. And you'll get better at it. You know, bar classes. We have a friend that started bar class and she's like, I'm not very good at it. 
and so I don't like it. Well, keep going. Well, I told her seven classes. Generally, is usually what I say. Yeah, so like bar for me, that's the the workout I do the most right now, just because it's you. It's like small weights, and I hate it. And it's high reps, (laughs) and for me, I just I really like like. I don't know. Right now, that's the season of my life, and oh, it could just, change. I'm just realizing but, how much I hated ballet at five years old, and I still hate bar class. <laughs> yeah, but I, I wasn't. I'm still. I don't even still consider myself good at it, and I've been doing it for probably four years. But it's still challenging for me, and I think that's why I'm still doing it is because I'm. I still don't feel like I've uh, like mastered it. Mastered it yet? Yeah. But I really hated it the first like probably five times, and I had a group on. That oh, was yeah. 10 times. Oh, and right. so I Don't I, waste the money. I forced myself to go those 10 times, and the first half I hated, but by the end I was like, okay, I'm kind of like right. understanding the benefits of this. So don't just try a class once, maybe right. try a different instructor. And then our challenge is even if you don't want to get a gym membership or try out a gym, also most gyms, let you try out a week for free Mm -hmm. or 10 days for free or at least a day for free or there's a Groupon out there. So I would encourage you try to find find a gym that offers a free week um, or try to find a Groupon that's for some classes so that you can try it. But if you are like, I'm not a gym person, I don't like, I don't want to go to a gym, then guess what? You have a computer or you have a phone or you have a smart TV. I know you do. Or you have an iPad go on either Fitness Blender or YouTube or just Google any kind of um, workout video. Mm-hmm. If you have 15 minutes at home, yeah, and all, all of us do, yeah, we all have 15 to 30 minutes at home mm-hmm. where we can go alone into a, a room, you can do something. And you, There's a new research study out that's yeah. two minutes. They say even two minutes every single day significantly decreases your risk for later, like... Um, disease rates. Oh, so even like brisk two walking minutes. Two. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Like that's how long it takes me to pee. Like that's so <laughs> freaking quick. That's insane. So yeah. So our, I mean, I think I wanted. Wait. I think that's our just now. our challenge for everybody is is to. There's really not an excuse because. We, I mean, I'm pregnant. I could use the excuse of I'm pregnant and I don't yeah. feel good. No, I've still continued working out. You have a toddler at home. Right. So I know a lot of moms out there are like, I have a kid and I work full time. Totally. Guess what, Alyssa? You work 40 hours a week. Yeah. You have a toddler and you still make time and for you. And a podcast on the side. <laughs> but, but here's the other thing with, with working out and energizing yourself is you are probably a better mom to Eden now totally. than you were. 100%. Because if your mental health is mm-hmm. just that, if, if your mental health and your energy levels are just slightly better, you're going to be a better parent to your kid. And so giving you yourself really that alone time. First. Yeah, yeah, being a good parent means taking care of yourself first mentally mm-hmm. and physically. And then you're going to be a better wife yes. or spouse or husband. Everything else gets instantly easier. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's so counterintuitive. And it used to put yourself this, first. <laughs> oh, it used to put this big loom over my head of when I'm a mom, I'm going to have to put them first. I'm going to have to. And I do in a lot of ways. I mean, obviously, his like basic needs come before my wants. But there's part of me that's like, if I work out, if I eat right, if I focus on myself, that trickled over to him not only in the way that I'm a better parent. But I'm also teaching him by example of how to take care of himself. And 
that's what I really want for my kids. Mm -hmm. So, and I also just wanted to touch back on these group fitness classes or whatever you end up trying to do to give it time, but also don't, don't force yourself. If you really don't like it, don't go. That's fine. Or try it a different way. But if there's even an, like an inkling of you that lights up a little bit in that class of bar or Or after, or or after after class. Totally. That was like, oh, that was actually really good. Go again and again and again. Because especially classes and really I think anything on like list of exercise or movement, the more you do it, the better you are at it and the better you feel about doing it. And for me, if I'm not good at something like I explained boxing, wasn't great at it, I immediately just didn't want to do it because I don't like feeling like a failure. Mm -hmm. But my challenge to you is keep going, keep trying, keep learning, ask for help. Go up to your fitness instructor afterwards and say, hey, um, I don't think I'm doing this move right. Like my husband did body pump. And he just like, it's so funny because I grew up squatting, doing squats a million times for volleyball. He was like, I don't know if I'm squatting right. And he like went through it with the fitness instructor to get a good squat so Mm -hmm. that he could do the fitness or the exercise correctly so he didn't hurt himself. And now he's so much better at it than he was. Mm -hmm. It takes time to get good at something. So give yourself that time. Give yourself that grace. Go at your own pace and listen to your body. Also, um... If it's easier for you to have a spouse do this stuff with you or a friend, find a friend. Yes. Because, um, I just had that. We just had a friend. But, so when I lived in Milwaukee, um, so I was playing volleyball on the side and that was my fun, like, social thing to play. But Laura, shout out to you. We went went and did this, like, yoga slash pole dancing class, which was, we were terrible at it. It was so fun. It was so hard. (laughs) Neither of us had the upper body strength to pull it off. Like, but so fun. Side note, you need to go on YouTube and watch pole dancing fitness exercise fails they are the funniest I could have been <laughs> it was embarrassing I but I, there's so many things oh, out so there funny. I mean yeah, there's, totally. and just find a friend and like make it a fun little yes uh, outing like you don't have to get breakfast with a friend why not say let's go for a hike together yes. and talk or, a walk or, or let's go for or... yeah let's yeah and get a cup of coffee after I mean so just use it as a social aspect to hang out with a friend. If yeah. a friend off- offers, like, hey, let's go to dinner, maybe say, oh, let's do a hike instead, or right. let's go for a walk instead, or let's go to the or park both. with our kids and let them play yes. and yeah. just chit-chat. You know, there's plenty of things to do, so get a buddy because it does help hold you accountable if you have a buddy. And I think, like, I think I've already kind of touched on this, but just note the difference in your body. Your body will respond to working out or movement it will have a positive effect. And I think so often we focus on the negative. Oh, I'm so sore from this workout. Oh, I almost died. It's all this negative stuff. Yeah, but look at all the benefits. You sleep 1,000% better Mm -hmm. when you work out. You literally, like, you are just more in tune with your own body. You have more energy, which, again, is counterintuitive. There's so many benefits short-term, like, in the now, which is what I think keeps us going. But also just long-term for your health, for your wellness to be, you know, alive and kicking, walk in, move in, and functional health. Like, if you're working out or lift, lifting weights now, the likelihood of you later in life, if you keep that, you know, going throughout your life, of having ser- serious injuries when certain things happen, or even just, like, functionally, like, grabbing a plate down, like, you're less likely to, like, twist something funny if you've been working out regularly. So there's so many benefits 
and really just note those differences. Take take inventory of that and know how your body's responding and adjust because it's all up to you. But I think we kind of want to end with like a challenge we talked about. Yeah, right? so maybe 10 times this month, um, try to do a workout. Of those 10 times, most of them try to be something different yeah. than something else. 10 so, different things. Even in walking counts. Walking counts, yeah. Walking totally counts. Stretching. We talked about stretching. Not, not even yoga. We're talking stretching. Mm-hmm. I started implementing, like, now, every time I wake up and start working, about an hour in, maybe 30 minutes in, I stop for, like, stretching break, and I literally spend, like, 10 minutes just stretching, and it's really been mm-hmm. amazing. It's crazy. It's, like, 10 minutes of my It'd life. It's good for anybody it working. So yeah. Especially at a desk job. Like, it just feels so good, and you feel so flexible. So stretching can be one. Go mm-hmm. for a walk. Go walk for on a your hike. lunch break. That's a big one. Yes. Yeah. I mean, just we just challenge you to find maybe ten things, or maybe for you it's five. That's fine. Whatever. Maybe five different you things 30. ten times that month. Yeah. In 30 days, try something new. Take note of how your body responds. Take note of if you like it or if a little piece of you lights up if you want to try it again. Keep going. And if you're bad at it the first time, hey, guess what? We Join all were. the club. Have you ever seen me do Zumba? <laughs> Not cute. <laughs> Weren't you in dance in high school? <laughs> For one year. Ask, ask anyone. I want to do Zumba. I haven't anyone, gone so long. Ask anyone that knows me or knows my high school hey, how good cut. we were. You I must should've. have been decent. <laughs> ask how good our dance now. team was I'm in high school. So Alyssa, we got second to last once. In one thing, hey, we last. cheered because we were not last place. That's horrible. That's how bad we were. Okay. <laughs> and anyone that knows me or went to our high school, they're Alyssa's hysterically laughing right now because oh my we couldn't even be considered a dance team. That's awesome. It was I awful. want to see the dance. We should go to Zumba no. and make fools of ourselves because I'm also bad at Zumba. Let's do my it when. It let's do it when I'm not pregnant and I can oh, have some wine idea. before. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah, so we just challenge you to get get out there, find something new, find something you really, really love, or even maybe something you like that eventually will turn into a love. That's fine, too. Find out what works best for you. Is it loud pop music? Is it silence? Is it putting on your headphones and ignoring everyone else around you? Is it walking your dog or spending time with your family? Find something that motivates you. Move towards it. Listen to your body. Um, rest when you need to rest. Work out when you need to work out. And feel the difference. So I think that's yeah. it. That's We're it. We're really trying to get these down to a half an hour to 45 minutes. And you know what? It's just going to be an hour. So yeah. <laughs> maybe our next one will be a half hour. Maybe. We're going to try to. dreams. All right. That's it for Good this chat with you. Subscribe as always. Subscribe. Share with your friends. And remember, we, this is not a substitute for seeing a doctor. Oh, good. Or a dietitian yes. or a personal trainer. Yeah, this is just our opinion, and we're just having a conversation that happens to be recorded. So uh, this is not a substitute for seeing an actual medical professional, especially if you have any sort of pre-existing diagnosis or injuries. Yeah, if you have an injury, please see a physical therapist (laughs) or an athletic trainer or something. Do not take our advice to do 10 new things. Um, Anyways, this is Diet Riot Podcast. Leave us a comment, rate, subscribe, all the things, share with your friends. Um, Instagram handle at diet.riot.podcast, our email if you have any suggestions, questions, affirmations, whatever you want to do. Um, hello at dietriotpodcast.com. Click. Click. Uh, okay, bye. Bye.
Bye.